Welcome, my name is Amapola Ramirez and this is Chicana Moms Podcast. In this podcast, I talk to you about my life as a Chicana. As a professional, I want to share with you my knowledge. Tenemos todos un propósito en este mundo. Y unidas, creamos cambio. Vamos a empezar. Welcome, Chicana Moms. I hope you're having a beautiful chilly day because damn it's getting cold and I feel like I'm gonna get sick but I am taking care of myself I don't know about you guys but I grew up with el vaporú and that shit is gold I mean I believe in that so much so the way I use it I'm with my kids my husband and myself um, I get the I actually get a very natural vapor, vapor rub um, vaporú and I put it underneath on my feet. I put on my socks and sweats and a sweater. And I put a little bit of um, a vapor up on my chest and in the back, on my, in my back. And I just, at night, I just cover myself and I sweat it all out and I feel wonderful. Honestly, the vapor up has been amazing. One of my friends, little boy, ended up in the hospital uh, with pneumonia. And one of the things that I did tell her was, you know, um, get coconut oil and eucalyptus oil. And uh, she didn't have any, so I kind of, you know, I made a little jar for her. And I told her, put it under on his feet and put it in the front and the back, you know, on his chest and in the back. And she did. I said, do it that until he gets better. She's like, oh my God, that was so good. He he recuperated really fast. I said, well, yeah, I mean, you get, you're giving him whatever antibiotics he ha- needs to take or, you know, and fluids and gallos and whatever. Um, but also that helps the body just, I don't know, for me it does. That's my perception, you guys. I don't know. This is, it reminds me of the big fat Greek wedding where the dad busts out the, the wicks. No, what is that? The wicks. That's not called the, what is that called? Oh my God, I forgot what it is. Well, that blue thing <laughs> that you clean the mirrors with? Um, Windex. What the heck is Wix? Oh my God, Windex. Um, and I don't know. I don't care. People can laugh. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not the only Chicana and Mexican that uses el vapuru. <laughs> but anyways, that's actually what I've been doing to take care of myself. And I don't want to focus so much on like, you know, I'm, I'm going to get sick. Oh my God, I'm going to put myself in that mindset. No, 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 no. I try my best to take care of myself, but also rest at the same time. And now that I'm talking about that, it pretty much takes me as to the topic that I want to talk to you today, which is preocupaciones, you know, when we worry for the things that we shouldn't worry. Because sometimes we think that we should worry. And if we don't worry, we don't care. Worrying, does that actually mean? So in order for you to care, you have to worry? Hmm. Well, you care about it. So you worry to get make things better, right? But sometimes we exaggerate in our minds. But I want to show you this. Um, there's actually a song that comes out. Whoops, I played it. Um, there's a song that comes out on a commercial. It's a Samsung. And that song really got to me because I was like, oh my God, like it is so true. So I'm going to put... Hopefully you're able to hear it, but I want you to hear the lyrics of this song. Hopefully um, it shows up with no commercials. So here you go. When I was just a little girl, I asked my 
So, I'm able, I hope you were able to hear the lyrics, but pretty much what it says that lo que será, será, right? So whatever is going to happen is going to happen. There's certain things that we can obviously make a choice for it not to happen, but there's certain things that are out of our control. So when it comes to worrying, we really want to make sure that you know, it doesn't interfere from living life, from parenting, from eating, from socializing into, you know, with people in our community or with peers anywhere. Because worries, doubts, and anxieties are a normal part of life. And that is what I want to talk to you about. Las preocupaciones que tenemos, you know, those worries that we have, so that we don't exaggerate them so much and just to be able to live in a more chill approach. Okay, let's get started. So worries, doubts, and anxieties are very normal in our life. We have experienced them when we were little because of homework or because a friend didn't like us. And now as an adult, we experience it very different. So it's a natural worry, um, for example, to think about the unpaid bill, an upcoming job interview, or a first date. But normal worry becomes excessive when it's persistent and uncontrollable, okay? So you worry every day about many different things. And you can't get anxious thoughts out of your head. You can't get them out. And you start noticing that it interferes with your daily life. That is when it becomes a problem. So the constant worrying, the negative thinking, and always expecting the worst is something that can take a toll into our emotional and physical health. So it can leave you feeling restless, jumpy. It can cause insomnia, headaches, stomach problems, and muscle tension, and make it difficult to concentrate at work or school. You know when you're driving and you're like, okay, I'm going to get on the, I don't know, 105 freeway, and I'm going to exit on the 710 going to Long Beach, and you just miss the exit and you keep going. Like you start focusing on things that are just like, or you're not even focusing, I should say. You're just, you're just going and going, and you're not focused into the present moment. So that's when it becomes, you know, that problem where it interferes with your life, with your parenting, like I said earlier. So you may take your negative feelings out on the people closest to you, like your partner, right? Self-medicate with alcohol or drugs or try to distract yourself by zoning out in front of the screens, you know, when you're watching TV or when you're on the computer. So chronic worrying can also be a major symptom of generalized anxiety disorder, um, which is a common anxiety disorder that involves tension, nervousness, and general feeling of unease 
that um, colors your whole life. Pretty much that just takes over everything. So if you feel like you have these general anxiety disorder symptoms of worrying too much and you're starting to self-medicate with alcohol drugs, and I'm also going to add, you know, excessive um, like shopping, right, gambling. So that's where I encourage you to seek therapy, but you are always going to know when to do that, whenever you are ready. You know, I think that getting help is something that could be a little challenging. It's intimidating. It's scary to put ourselves in front of somebody else and really share our lives and think, do they really get me? Do they really care? You know, one of the things for me, you guys, that in the beginning would stop me was that when, you know, I work with people like I'm in the other side, but now having been in that situation of asking for help, it's just, it's so different. And me personally, I'm going to share this with you guys that sometimes I'm very, I read people's body language. So I'm very aware as to when people are bored or don't want to talk about something or they start yawning, their eyes start moving around. And I don't know, I just read their body language as to like, okay, whatever I'm saying, it doesn't matter to them. I, I catch on to that. I don't know if I'm assuming it, but majority of the time I've been on point with it. So I know that's one of the things that would stop me. But I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it so that I'm able to grow and we'll, We'll see what happens because I'm not going to let worrying or fear stop me from personal growth. So how is it that we'll know if we're actually worrying excessively? Because obviously we think that worrying is something part of us, right? Because we care about certain things. But sometimes that worrying can exaggerate in our minds. So if you suffer from chronic anxiety and worries, chances are you look at the world in ways that make it seem more threatening than it really is. So for example, um, you may overestimate the possibility that things will turn out badly, um, jump immediately to the worst case scenarios, or treat every anxious thought as if it were a fact. So one of the things that I encourage is anytime you have a fear, ask yourself, where am I getting this from? Who told me this is true? Who told me that if I cross the street all the time, I'm going to die? You know what I mean? Like these exaggerating thoughts. And this is where a therapist um, is able to help you find your solutions because you have them. Therapist don't, doesn't give you the solutions. You have the solutions within you. We just are able to help you to dig in and think outside the box for those solutions. So you may also discredit your own ability to handle life's problems, assuming you'll fall apart at the first sign of trouble. So these irritable, pessimistic attitudes are known as cognitive distortations, okay? Distortations. So examples of the cognitive distortations that add the anxiety, worry, and stress are pretty much all or nothing thinking, like black and white. Looking at things in that way of black and white categories with no middle ground, like no gray. If everything is not perfect, I'm a total failure. 
The other is overgeneralization from a single negative experience, expecting it to hold true forever. For example, I didn't get hired for the job. I will never get any job. Or I failed the math class in college. I will never pass math. That's a very exaggerating single negative thought due to a one single negative experience. Does that make sense? So focusing on the negative negatives all the time while filtering out the positives is something that is very common. So we have to be careful with that. So noticing that one thing that went wrong rather than all the things that went right, something like this. It sounds something like this. I got the last question on the test wrong. I'm an idiot. Y dejé eso prendido y se quemó. Oh, soy una mensa. Oh, soy una pen. You know what? Okay. So we have to be careful with that. Coming up with reasons why positive events don't count. An example is, I did well on the presentation, but that was just dumb luck. So everything that you tend to do, you push yourself down. Or you put yourself down, I mean. Making negative interpretations with actual advice. So you act like a mind reader. I can tell she secretly hates me or a fortune teller. I just know something terrible is going to happen. Like we think the negative all the time. So this is where we have to nip things in the bud with the worrying, the excessive worrying that we bring into our lives that then filters um, or manifests itself in other different ways, road rage, because it turns into frustration and anger. And then the way we parent with our children, we sometimes are, how can I, what's the word that I can use for this? We complain, we snap at them, right? You snap at your, your partner, um, you snap at your coworkers, or you start noticing these patterns and that is a sign that something's wrong and you have to be able to take a step back at your pace when you're ready to understand, okay, what do I need to do to make my life better because this is destroying me and it's not good. Another thing is that expecting the worst case scenario to happen. So for example, the pilot said we're in for some turbulence, the plane's going to crash. Or, you know, oh, the doctor said, you know what, I need to do another study because, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Oh, great. I have cancer. Does that make sense? Like you jump into conclusion into the negative thing right away and making sure you nip that in the butt. Believing that the way you feel reflects reality. So I feel such like an idiot. Everyone must be laughing at me. Or, you know, I'm in the store. Oh, my God. People might are able to tell that I'm very insecure and they're probably, you know, talking shit about me. So it's just imagining the worst all the time. So another thing is holding yourself to a strict list of what you should and should not do and beating yourself up if you break any of the rules. So for example, I should never have tried starting conversation with her. I'm such a moron. Like you start doubting yourself. Like if you have this conversation or any conversation with someone and you leave and at the moment you're like, okay, I think I did pretty good. Later on, you're like, oh my God, that was stupid. Like, I should have said this. I should have said that. Oh my gosh, she's going to think the words. They'll probably think I'm stupid. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. The worrying of things that we shouldn't, but I understand that it's not that easy to get out of it. And we'll talk about the solution. So another thing is 
um, the labeling yourself based on mistakes and perceived out short outcomes that you've actually gone through in your life, which obviously obviously don't define who you are. So for example, I'm a failure, I'm boring, I deserve to be alone. Okay, and you're attacking yourself in a very negative approach. Um, another thing is assuming responsibility for the things are outside of your control. So it's my fault my son got in an accident. I should have warned him to drive carefully in the rain. And if I would have told him to, then he would have been okay and nothing would have happened. So it's giving yourself this guilt and you're just shaming yourself consistently, which at the end is not like a good feeling as a human being. So now how do we help ourselves to not worry so much? Well, get up and get moving. Exercise, right? It's a natural and effective anti-anxiety treatment that we can do. You can do it at your home. You can do it in your, you know, your community, the YMCA's, um, the beach, you know, because it releases endorphins, which relieve tension and stress. And it actually gives you this boost of energy and it enhances your sense of well-being. So pay attention to those sensations of your feet hitting the ground as you walk, run, or dance. For example, or the rhythm of breathing or the feeling of the sun or wind in your face when you're driving or when you're walking. That is get up and get moving. Moving towards something that's going to pretty much give you back this good feeling, you know, like the sun hitting your face, right? The wind and feeling your feet, feeling your muscles move, feeling that stretch, like when you're stretching in the mornings or at night, those are important things to do in our life. Take a yoga, a, a Tai Chi class, you know, um, meditate, you know, meditation works by switching your focus from worrying about the future or pretty much dwelling on the past that, you know, that brings you these negative thoughts and and just brings you down. So simply find a quiet and comfortable place and choose one of many free or inexpensive apps. And it can guide you into this meditation process. There's so many of these apps nowadays that it's like sometimes overwhelming. But do your work. Um, there's actually a an app let me actually pull up my phone right now um and there's one that's called calm and that is a very amazing like it sounds of nature let me play you one that can introduce you which is my favorite They have one that's the rain. They have one actually of the beach, but I can't find it on here. But I use it when I'm on the computer and I just picture myself, because I'll close my eyes, I'll picture myself being at the beach while I hear the the waves of the sound of the app. Um, It's really, really amazing. There's so many out there. I highly encourage you to go through the app store and um, see which one stands out for you. Um, Practice progressive muscle relaxation. So this can help you break the endless loop of worrying by focusing your mind on your body instead of your thoughts. Okay, so by pretty much doing this 
releasing the muscles. Like you can tense up and lose like a noodle, like loosen up like a noodle. You know, make your fist and tighten your body and then like go slowly and, you know, release your body like a noodle. That helps also tremendously. Um, another thing is to dr- uh, to try deep breathing. So when you worry, you become anxious and breathe faster, often leading to further anxiety. So that it's, I guess the deep breathing exercises helps. And I actually came across this um, inhale through the mouth and out through the mouth again, slowly. Um, and that was, that's a really good technique as well. Um, and you can calm your mind and quiet those negative thoughts because your body is gravitating more into the rhythm of the of your breath. So another thing that also helps is to talk about your worries. You know, it may seem like a simplistic solution, but talking face-to-face with a trusted friend or family member, someone who will listen to you without judging you, criticizing, or continually being distracted in one of the most effective ways to calm your nerves is pretty much that. To talk to somebody, you know, when you worry so much, it starts to spiral, okay? And talking them over can make them seem far less threatening. And someone could be able to tell you, like, have you ever thought of asking yourself if that's true? Like, where are you getting that from? Majority of the answers are like, no one told me that. You're right. No one has told me that, but we need to hear it. We're meant to be in this planet to talk to other people, you guys. When we begin, when we begin to isolate ourselves, oh man, that's when the brain and the mind just starts to kind of like spiral and it's just unhealthy. But you have to be very careful as to obviously who you're sharing your problems with. And this is why, you know, as therapists, I know that this is a thing, you guys. I know that there's... Just because someone's a professional doesn't mean they're probably ethical at some extent. You know what I mean? But do your work. Ask questions. If you don't like one, say, okay, bye. Keep searching. Do not give up. I have met so many people that have told me, you know what? I actually tried going to therapy. And the first therapist I went to, she sucked. So I I didn't want to go back again. Let me tell you, just because one person did not, do their job so well, it doesn't mean that everyone else, else is the same, okay? So be very mindful of that. So acknowledge and observe your worries, okay? Don't try to ignore them and fight or control them like you usually would and, and get angrier just because uh, you don't know how to control them. So instead, simply observe them as it from an outsider perspective without reacting or judging yourself. Let your worries go. This is where I say, let go and let God, okay? If you believe in God, great. If you don't, something, the universe, anything, okay? That is productive. That's positive. Um, So notice that when you don't try to control the anxiety thoughts that pop up, they soon pass. Like clouds moving across the sky, it's only when you engage your worries that get pretty much that actually get you stuck. So stay focused on the present. Pay attention to the way your body feels, the rhythm of your breathing. 
your ever-changing emotions, and the thoughts that drift across your mind. So if you find yourself getting stuck on a particular thought, bring your attention back to the present moment. And this is where you can introduce to yourself, or this is where I'm going to introduce to you if you haven't heard from it, of what it's called. It's called grounding. You're going to sit anywhere. You can be anywhere, anywhere. And you can just start to observe the things around you. Um, if you're at a park and a bench, you're going to... Oh, there's that little boy with a blue shirt playing basketball. Oh, there's the mom walking her baby in her black um, stroller. Um, I see a bird standing like five steps away from me. It's eating whatever little piece of bread on the floor. I'm looking at the sky and I see this beautiful um, clouds with the blue sky. I mean, you're literally describing <laughs> you're describing the things around you which brings you to the present moment okay so stay focused on the present as much as you can so using these strategies is bringing it brings you to this mindfulness okay to stay present in a simple concept but it takes practice to reap the benefits to be able to get there it takes time yes okay at first, you probably find that you that your mind keeps wandering back to your worries. Try not to get frustrated, okay? So each time you draw your focus back to the present, you're reinforcing a new mental habit that will help you break free of the negative worry cycle. You know what is one of the things that I have done myself and what I've actually heard um, other clients pretty much do? They create a worry period. That means that you're going to choose a set time and place to worry. You're not going to worry every single second or minute or hour of your day. You're going to say, you know what? I'm going to sit in the living room like at 5 p.m. and I'm going to worry about my stuff. With that, It sounds kind of weird, right? But this is what it means. So you are going to write down all of your worries on a piece of paper, okay? But you have to do it every single, the same day, I should say, the same day at the same time so that you're able to program yourself. It's like, oh, every Friday or every Sunday, for me, it's every Sunday because I always see as like Sunday, I get, I get ready for the new week because I want my whole week to look good and feel good and productive. So I wash my clothes. I worry. On Sundays, I'm just like, okay, oh my God, what am I going to do? So I write them down, all my worries. And I write down, okay, wash clothes, clean, pick up home, right? And I do certain, and I do my list. But every Sunday, I know that a specific time, I have like two times. It's 10 a.m. or around like 2 p.m. Um, because I, it, it depends on my day. That's just how I modified it, but it works. It really does. Cause then I'm like, oh, okay, well, I don't have to do it today. I don't have to do it today. I don't have to do it today. Oh, wait, today's Saturday. Tomorrow I got to do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's a worry period. Okay. So, um, you pretty much, like I said, you write down all your worries on that specific day and a specific time that you're going to choose and a specific place in your home. 
So when you write down your worries, if an anxious thought or worry comes into your head during the day, make a brief note of it and then continue about your day. So write it down. Carry a little notebook in your purse or whatever or on your phone, you know, type it in. The worry is this. Boom. Write it down. So remind yourself that you'll have time to think about it later so that there's no need to worry about it at the moment, right? Unless it's something that it requires immediate attention that's different. So also writing down your thoughts on a pad or your phone, computer is much harder work than simply thinking them through. So your worries are more likely to lose their power because you're not going to leave it in your mind. You're going to leave it on that piece of paper on your phone or your computer. So then after that, go over your worry list during the the worry period, right? You're going to look at them. So if the thoughts you wrote down are still bothering you, allow yourself to worry about them. It's okay. It's okay to not be okay sometimes. It's just as human beings. But only for the amount of time you specifically said you would worry about it, which is called the worry period. So as you examine your worries in this way, you'll often find it's easier to develop a more balanced perspective. Now, I said balance. Now, I'm going to tell you this because this is something I learned that I was like, whoa, it's not about balancing life, you guys, okay? Because a balance is always going to be uneven. And if we look at it that way, we're going to feel like, oh my God, what's going on? It's not stable. Like, I'm not happy the way I wanted to, you know, these false expectations, So it's just implementing something new to be able to have a different perspective so that your mind starts shifting in a very more productive and positive manner, okay? So sometimes, I know, I get it. It's going to take time. Time is another word for love. I've said this in practically almost all of my podcasts that I've recorded. Love or time is another word for love, okay? So... If your worries don't seem important anymore, simply cut your own worry period short and enjoy the rest of your day. So if you know that the worrying was like, okay, you know what? I thought about it. It doesn't worry me and I'm not going to stay in my worry period for the 15 minutes that I would usually stay. And if it takes you five, then it takes you five and just move on. Okay. I hopefully that makes sense. So let me just review it just to make sure. So you're going to create, you're, you're going to choose a specific place in your home, okay? And you're going to say, I'm going to start at 5 o'clock to 5.20, okay? Um, every Sunday. And I'm going to write down all of my worries that I've gathered up from the week. And I'm going to think about them. What are the facts? How, how is this helping me? What are the pros and cons, okay? Um... And you're going to do, I guess, this mindfulness approach for yourself. Because writing it down is really, it's a big deal. You're not carrying your mind. You're putting it on a piece of paper and then you're looking at them now. You're not just thinking about them. You're looking at them. Do you see the difference? And as human beings, I don't know about for you guys, but I'm very like a visual learner. So if I see things down, I'm like, oh my God, I wrote down worrying about I don't know, uh, worrying about not eating breakfast or whatever. I don't know. It could be something stupid. But in my mind, it was like, it wasn't stupid. It was something that it was worrying me. I hope that totally makes sense. Okay. So problem solving involves evaluating a situation. 
okay? Coming up with the concrete steps of dealing with it and then putting the plan into action. So worrying, on the other hand, rarely leads to the solutions. So no matter how much time you spend dwelling on the worst case scenario and you exaggerate in your mind, you're no more prepared to deal with them should they actually happen. So are you able to solve your worrying? Productive solvable worries are those you can take action on right away. So for example, um, if you're worried about your bills, you could call your creditor to see about flexible payment options or you know things that you can take an action on to be able to help that situation, that problem. Unproductive, unsellable worries are those for which there's no corresponding action. So what if I get cancer someday? Or what if my kid gets into a car accident? What if something happens to me? What's going to happen to my son? You know what I mean? Like Those are the things that we don't have control over. Like at that moment, we can't solve it. Okay? So when it comes to having a solution for our worries, that means we have to start brainstorming and to think of ways to solve that situation, okay? And if there's no solution for it, you just have to understand that there's certain things that you can't control. I know it's going to take time to get there, obviously. So the problem is it doesn't work, okay? Thinking about all the things that could go wrong doesn't make life any more predictable, that doesn't just because you worry about it doesn't mean it's going to happen. So focusing on the worst case scenarios will only keep you from enjoying the good things you have in your present moment with your kids, with your partner, with your friends. Okay. To stop worrying, tackle your need for certainty and immediate answers. So do you, do you tend to predict back things that will happen just because they're uncertain? Okay. Given the likelihood is very low, it is possible to live with a small chance that something negative might happen. Okay, because sometimes, like I said, what are the facts? Who told you that? Who told you that's going to happen? Okay, ask your friends and family how to cope with the uncertain, you know, that uncertainty, that the worrying, right? The anxiety that starts to creep up of like the future and ask for help. Ask for help, you guys. You know, this podcast that I'm creating is to give you that food for thought, to plant something. But you have to understand that it's not just about listening. And I mean, you're going to find answers about yourself while listening to podcasts like myself or other amazing podcasters, right? But there's a lot of resources outside for you to reach out to. If you have private insurance, you can get your therapist. If you don't have insurance, there's a lot of agencies through the county that you can seek um, therapy. There's a lot of support groups. I know that it can become overwhelming at times to find those resources. But when you ask for help, someone's going to be willing to help you. And if one person, let me tell you, one person doesn't want to help you, don't let that person stop you. Go into somebody else and say, hey, you know what? I tried them. They didn't help me. Can you help me? And when sometimes people hear that, they're like, you know what? Yes, I will. I'll help you. Okay. Don't ever give up in making your life the best you can. Don't give up. These worries that are, that are creeping up is for a reason. Something's happening internally. We cannot get mad at them, but we can't also ignore them. Okay. So I hope you're able to understand this whole purpose of worrying that sometimes we worry about things that we shouldn't. 
right? That things are never going to happen. There's things that, you know, we're worried because maybe, oh my God, you know, my, my son or my daughter is sick. Um, but how is the worrying make them better? It doesn't, right? Everyone reacts very differently and I get it. But thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I wish you guys the best in everything that you do. Take care of yourself, you guys. There's no one else in this planet that's going to take care of yourself but you. Okay? Adios. This is Chicana Moms. And thank you so much for listening to me. You can visit my website at www.chicanamoms.com and send me an email. I would love to hear from you. You could also follow me on Instagram at Chicana Moms Podcast. Thank you and have a beautiful, blessed day. Adios.